All right, all you bitch-ass motherfuckers. Welcome back. Dosties. Es better than Juan. Um, okay, this is episode one. We're going to go a full half hour, uh, which is something I've never done sexually or uh, physically. Whether in a workout, a... Uh, a... Uh, the session of intercourse or um, reading a book, actually, because I'm not real good at that either. Anyways, uh, we got to, fuck, man, that's like 85 us. Jesus Christ, this is the whole reason I did not want to record. This is the reason I've, it's taken me 750 minutes to get you a decent half hour. Because I got all these, uh, and, uh, and, oh, and geez, for the love of Pete, guy. Just get better at what you do. All you do is talk all fucking day. You might as well just fucking get good at it. You know what I mean? Stretch it out. Do better, baby. Just be your boy. Anyways, I, uh, while thinking about it earlier, I decided that a podcast is basically the most fucking egotistical fucking thing you can do on the planet. You ought, you just automatically assume that you're going to put some content out there because you think everyone wants to hear what you have to say? You fucking fat piece of shit. There's no way no one, nobody cares about any of that shit. Grow up. You don't ever say anything educational. You don't ever say uh, anything that doesn't have to do with a fucking 12-year-old boy's boner. Like, dude, come on. Get better at your craft. Do something different. Think about your life a little bit, you know? Ugh, it's aggravating. Everything I do in life is aggravating to myself. Um, there's another fucking um. God, so fucking irritating. Yeah, well, uh, numero uno. Uh, I would like to touch a little bit on the fact that uh, uh, the, uh, the teaser... We talked about uh, these Idaho angels, baby. These these beautiful Idaho hitters. These beautiful, beautiful babes. They're so pretty. They're so fucking pretty. I actually, uh, yeah. I, uh, I get, to, I get, actually, yeah. I, I got to go uh, say hi and, and high five and fucking see a couple, be- just some beautiful women uh, just tonight. Uh, shout out to Erica. Shout out to to Ashley. Um, yeah, you guys are just uh, you're just you're just you're just better people than I am, and you're just prettier people than I am. Uh, that that being said, I am a former 1983 Child of the Year in Nevada. What what? Say something. Um, yeah, but anyways, we're talking about how. How these beautiful Idaho women they are uh they're they're just they're just those down home women that basically what it is they're they're just attracted to their dad you know and it makes sense um their dad's their first love i i understand it one hundred i said tenfold and one hundred percent it it totally makes sense so so they'll they'll allow a chubby guy around you know all that stuff. Anyways, what I didn't touch on in the uh, in the teaser 
was that basically I, I came to the conclusion that uh, these Idaho girls they're like the uh, they're like the they're like the tall skinny black guys or the skinny Mexican dudes of the heterosexual world. Uh, they're they're always willing to take on a big one, you know, take a big one for the team. And uh, <clears throat> yeah, all you uh, all you pretty Idaho girls with uh, or Montana girls or PWC girls. Uh, all you guys with the uh, with the beautiful bodies, beautiful smiles, uh, you, you're you're probably better than all this. But in all but in all actuality, in all reality, I don't know. <clears throat> some some of us chubbier guys, us we're harder working. We're we're good. We're just good guys, you know. Yeah. Um. Another thing I want to touch on was uh, single parents. This has been a fucking thing. This is a deal. I honestly can't... I honestly cannot uh, get on the internet. I can't get on... I can't even get on Facebook without being hit on... or being hit up by some female that has... no, No matter where you're at in life, everyone has kids, and that's okay. Um... That's the world we live in now. I think. I think. I think. When I was younger, people fought harder for what they had, but I also think they were they're a little more miserable. So, so it's tough to say. I've I've been through. I've been through the. I've been through the dumps, man, and back. <clears throat> but um. Anyways, uh, anyway, a little more miserable. Um. I. I. I'll tell you what. I give all the props on the planet to these single moms. I. I'll. I'll even give. I even got to give props to my kids' mom. She's a tough broad, man. She um, she's one of the best moms on the planet. She's she's overcome so much bullshit in her life. She's you know f- fighting off a lot of demons, and she just <clears throat> she just day in and day out. Even even if I even if I slack, she's there. She's she's got it unlocked. Um. And, uh, I don't ever, she probably will never listen to this, but I, I don't ever get to tell her enough how much I appreciate her for that. And for who my kids are. Like, uh, (laughs) so being, being a, being a mature 41 year old adult with a 12 year old's brain, um, it's easy for me to sit here and say that I, that I appreciate certain things or don't. But what I will say is I appreciate a good joke. I appreciate masking my real feelings until I bury them so deep and I'm about to explode, then I'll deal with them. No, it's not healthy people. Don't do that. Um, yeah, anyways, joke, all jokes aside. I, uh, I, I, I appreciate women so much. They, um, in all actuality, honestly, the older I get, the more I understand what it is to be a mother or a single mother or just a, or just a female in general. I feel like I'm slowly morphing into a female. Um, although I'm pretty positive yesterday morning, 
I had an erection. But other than that, I, I don't know for sure that I'm not a female at this juncture. I am trying my hardest to stay male because much like other females that appreciate other females, chicks are just hot, dude. Of course, of course there's lesbians. Women are soft and shaved and beautiful and nice to touch. Fucking, oh yeah, they're just so, they're amazing. Women are amazing. They're amazing to be around. Like they're, uh, they're the only people on the planet that can push you to the extreme, to the extreme point to where you want to punch them in the face, but you can't. It's, uh, it's a gift. And, and, uh, and if you've ever seen a woman in motherhood, dude, they're it. Y'all, y'all are it. I mean, the women women that are mothers it there's nothing more attractive than seeing a woman that you know turn into a mother it is the it is the most amazing thing i've ever seen in my life i i don't uh, i don't even know i don't even know how to put it into words and this has nothing to do with like physical connection any of that it's all mental and it's all it, it, it's just all it's all in it's all instinct it's just it is insane it really is it is insane how amazing women are that are mothers it's something in their in them just takes over they fucking don't sleep they they shoot fucking goddamn milk out of their tits they've you know they yeah, I, just, I, I don't know how to describe it. It is, it, it literally is one is one of those things that, if you weren't attracted to someone, if you saw them become a mother, boom, you're fucked, dude. You are fucked. That that is the sexiest thing on the planet, hands down. The sexiest thing on the planet is seeing someone that you care for, or even just someone that you didn't expect to act the way they did when they became a mother to see that happen to see that unfold oh my goodness it's the sexiest thing on the planet the sexiest thing on the planet it's um yeah it's it's just beautiful it really is it really is so um shout out to single moms or any moms moms in general but um, I got to give a shout out to single moms because my kids, the, they live with one they live with a single dad also. But uh, I guess I guess let's touch on that as well. Uh, one of my um, one of the things that I had serious issue with um, in in breaking up with my with my kid's mom was um was the fact that when I was young I told myself I was never going to have kids and and have them grow up the way I did without my dad around um with my mom doing whatever like I I told myself I wasn't going to raise kids like that 
and I'm very stubborn in that aspect. I I would like to think all in all I'm I'm re- I really am a pr- a pretty good guy. Like I, I I think I'm a good dad. I um I know for a fact that I couldn't do much better as a dad. So that's one of those things that that helps me know that I'm doing at least close to doing my best. Um and that's that's another one of those things like Shit, I could I could have been around my kids for two weeks and and been around them more than my dad was around me, you know. But it's not it's it's not a it's not a comparison. It's not any of that. It's um it's uh yeah, my dad and I have a good relationship now. So um, there's still certain things that if I bring them up, he won't touch on, and that's okay. I am not going to ring anyone through the coals. I know how difficult it can be to live with my mother. And I do know for a fact that when I had my kids, I was 31 years old. Or when Carson was born, I was 31. My dad was 22 when I was born. And I I, I don't know that I was more mature than him or that I could have even handled that situation without running like he did. I, I, there, there's certain things that the older, certain things you understand better, or get a better feeling for the older you get. Uh, yeah, it's it, it. I thought that I was losing. I thought that I had failed in life. I was in the height of my career as far as work went at the time. Um, I literally was at a point where there was nobody. I knew for a fact in my head and my heart, and I made sure I knew this day in and day out, that there wasn't anybody better than me at my job. And I, I did that. I thrived on it. It was actually, you know, partially an addiction. Not partially. It it very much so was an addiction. It is one of those things that, uh, you know, growing up, I always heard, as long as you're working, you're working, you're doing okay. Well, I'm here to tell you, I come from a working family, and that shit can eat your whole family into pieces. It's an addiction. It's not just about work. It's about your ego. It's about feeding that ego. It's about uh, it's about it's about anything, anything that makes you feel better or gets you on the same high as knowing you're the best at something, day in and day out. You're gonna keep doing that. It. I uh, when my son was born, I think I took two days off. When my daughter was born, I took four, and that is one of the biggest regrets that I have in my life because that was a that was a definite strain on my kids' mom and I's relationship um obviously there's other other things that that factor into that but none of that shit I, I, we're not gonna we're not gonna talk it talk about that stuff what I do know for a fact is that 
it's really it's really crazy to when I was younger I saw these guys that are my age now or I'm their age now I guess is how I should put it these cats I thought they were you know they're they're my stepdad's friends or, or friends of the family or whatever and they're they're good guys I thought they were just going off the deep end. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. And they, they conveniently call it this uh, midlife crisis or whatever the fuck they call it, right? Well, I didn't understand that it was that bad until I saw myself going through it. And it was... It, it is insane to, to actually finally catch yourself in a spot where you're looking inside at what you've become compared to what you were and it's you're not recognizable it's crazy it is crazy I now know where I'm headed what you know what I'm doing all, all this stuff's easy and And I think my priorities are in line too. Like it's, it's very easy for me to put my kids in front of everything now. Right. But also I know for a fact that if I don't go play golf a couple times a week, or if I don't, if I don't take the time to, um, to go on a date or, or even, or even talk, talk to women or, you know, certain people, uh, once a week or, or, or however that goes. If I don't, if I don't take the time to make myself feel good or make sure that the kids and I are, are good or make sure that they are, that I'm doing as much as I possibly can for them while I have them and, and then above and beyond that. Um, it is crazy to think how I went through life prior to this. I feel like a lazy jerk compared to what I used to be. I used to be the hardest working motherfucker on the planet. I I woke up before everybody else. I went to bed after everybody else. I shoveled harder than everybody, worked did everything harder than everybody. And then on top of that, I still just I still was the boss in charge of the guys and I and, and then on top of that, I, I still did the bidding. I remember just at work, I remember in high school, I was so nervous about football games that I would throw up prior to each game. And I remember doing that on really big jobs at work. I'd, I'd be I'd be in the shower in the morning at 3, 4 a.m., puking in the shower knowing that it was a really big job and I was scared that we couldn't handle it. The owner of the company didn't do that. I wasn't making enough money off all the shit to fucking to constitute throwing up in the shower. None of that shit. You know what I mean? But just mentally, that's that's just where I was at. I was I was just so worried about all that stuff. Um, in the same way, in that token, I was worried. I was also worried about what people thought about me, and 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 you know all all that all that sort of thing. I wish wholeheartedly that when my son was born 
I wish I was 41 when he was born. I wish I had gone through what I'd gone through. I wish that I could sit there with the mind that I have now and look his little baby face in the eye and look his mother in the eye and know that I was going to be able to keep all that keep keep our family together and it wasn't it wasn't the way I thought I thought I had to wrangle it when I was young and all I was doing was pushing it further away now I know it and know it's not that I know it's the it's a it's a text message saying I love you it's a or I'm proud of you it's um it's staying up late when she goes to bed to do the dishes or clean the kitchen because she has anxiety and can't sleep well if the kitchen's dirty it's getting up early to it's getting up when the baby is breastfeeding even though you can't do anything about it it's getting up to support um it is is back rubs it is it's not just it's not listening and posting it on Facebook it's actually listening and hearing it's putting everything on the planet ahead of your ego ahead of all your all your thought process everything you ever the, the whole person you were as a human it is taking all that and putting that on the side and doing whatever the fuck it takes because that's that's the same sacrifice that uh, that they're making for your child it doesn't matter if you can't do anything you, you just do it go clean or or give a back rub or or, or, or do whatever the fuck you can do you know um, if they if, if you have to take time away from your lucrative job that you work so hard to get to where you're at in that job if you have to take 10 hours a week and go bottle feed the baby and hang out with the baby while they go work and lose money but it's what they want to do, go do that. Okay? Just do... I wish I wish I could... uh, I wish I could sit and just explain to people how... how simple everything actually seems when you look at it and how narrow-minded we are and, and how much... how difficult that is and how... how easy it is to lose. Um, yeah, that being said, I think that I am as, as far as mates go or friends, I'm one of those people that my friends come talk to me about stuff. 
you know, they want me to tell them they're fucking up or they want, or they want my input on, on why something's going one way or the other. Uh, I've always shouldered a lot of responsibility since I was a kid and didn't always divulge it, but I, but I dealt with it my own way. And on top of that, I've always been able to talk my friends to their problems. Uh, all, all that, that sort of thing is very easy for me, which it should be for anybody. It's easy to sit outside of a relationship and look into it and see what's wrong or see what's right. You know, uh, I, this, this last session, this last portion of my life which hasn't been in a minute, but this last portion of my life where I knew I was fucking up has been the most difficult for me to to look through, to admit, to get past. Um, it's, been, it's been very difficult because there... I've always thought that there was a reason for this, a reason for that. And of course, there's always a reason for certain things. Don't get me wrong. But when I was a kid, it was easy to blame my dad or easy to blame my mom or anything like that. Now, I hate that. I hate people blaming a parental figure or how they grew up or whatever the fuck it is. It, it, I, I'm 41 years old. I have two children. I can't sit here and tell you that because my dad wasn't around when I was a kid that I'm not that this is the this is the reason that I'm shitty to my kids because I'm just not I'm not capable of that I'm not going to do that and beyond that I will never ever do something like that just strictly on the fact that I take responsibility for my life, good or bad, always have, and I do not, I do not condone people that sit and fucking blame their parents for this, especially when they have kids. They blame them for this. They, of course, you have certain tendencies due to the way you grew up, and I didn't grow up harder than other people. And I'm not going to touch on that, but my my childhood wasn't tougher than Joe Blow's, you know. In fact, for the most part, it was probably a lot easier than a lot of people's. But I'm not going to sit here and say that because, because somebody wasn't around or because I had this or had that. I'm not going to sit and say that this is why I act this way towards my children. That, that that's is, none, none of that's okay. You have a chance to start over at this juncture. Just like you've always had a chance to start over at life. Life is what you make of it. I have never been in such a stressful situation like a lot of people have with abuse or or murder, or loss, or, you know, anything like that. 
I've never been in such a stressful situation that I <clears throat> that I acted out away from it or that I, I didn't know how to deal with it. Um, and and one of my big one of my biggest problems is that I like an idiot think that I'm smart enough that I can deal with any problem and I can any situation I can think through that myself better than a psychiatrist can or better than I can sit outside my situation and realize what I'm doing wrong and I've always been semi okay at that but uh, that's also one of my biggest faults but I hate when people blame shit on their childhood and use that as an excuse for what they're doing now because it it never will be You, you got to uh Just, just the same as if, if, as if it was a necessity. So, say your parents, your parents died because they didn't know how to dig a well. Well, so they had no water in their system. They had no, nothing like that. Does that mean that you're just gonna lay there and die too, or are you gonna figure out how to dig a well? It's, it's the same exact concept. When you actually step up and understand where your feelings come from, understand what you did to put yourself in certain situations or to get yourself out of those situations, when you can actually sit back and take a look and welcome all your faults into your heart, and look through all those faults and um and, and see just even the slightest stuff that's that makes your day better or that makes everything more beautiful when you can actually sit and do that for a minute man life's life's so much better it's so much better just just being in the positive mindset and focusing on moving forward can take the biggest obstacles and just it just pushes them down in the mud it just gets them right out of your way and it it's, it's so much easier to focus and it's so much easier to stand right on the heads of your faults on your way to making yourself better it, it, it's crazy it, it's crazy how easy it is to get to that point but it's also crazy how how easy it is to stay away from that point and to keep yourself in a hole. So I'm not saying I know how to get in that hole. I kind of know how to get in it. I'm not saying I know how to get out of it. But if anyone ever wants to call or text or me- or message or whatever tell me what's going on I might I might be able to tell you something that'll help you to a point I don't know maybe not um I I'm in the middle of a bunch of bullshit right now myself so all I want is for my kids to be happy and that's going to take me being happy and my happiness is going to come from 
bettering myself and hard work. And I think that's, I think that's kind of where happiness comes from anyways, but, uh, it's very easy to look past all that and, uh, and, and sit and sit and pity and sit and wallow. Um, and I'm not saying that, that every one of us doesn't deserve to sit and pity and sit and wallow for a minute. And it's okay to do that. But you know damn well that just that little, just one little step in the right, in the right direction. You know, get up and just sometimes even just getting up and taking a shower or doing the dishes, you know, a load of laundry. Even if that's all you do, fuck, making a phone call that you didn't want to make, calling a debt collector and telling them, I know I owe you $700,000, but I got 10 bucks right now. Even that, it'll turn your whole week around, your month, your whatever. It's insane. It is so easy to be positive, but it's the most difficult thing on the planet. When you're in that, when you're in that mode, when you're in that, when you're in that slump. So, um, <clears throat> Erroneous. That being said, uh, my name is Dylan. Uh, if you need to talk bullshit, if you think that maybe I know what I'm talking about, eh, I'm, not, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and not trust your, your your mental evaluation. Nah, I'm just joking. If you need to talk about anything, two zero eight three one five five seven eight two. Anyone that's going through anything, uh, call me whenever you want. Uh, I'm, I'm not saying I'm always gonna answer, but I'm. I'll do my best. I hope, uh, I hope maybe podcast number one, I hope maybe, I hope maybe it helps a couple people out. I'm definitely going to edit this because it went, uh, it went a completely different direction, but I, I really needed to get all that off my chest. So that helps a lot. Um, I'm going to send this out to a few people. If, uh, if you get it pre-edit, please, please message me back or hit me back up. Let me know what you think. Let me know what I can do to change stuff. Uh, or let me know if the message is even positive or, or, or how you feel about it. I, however, that being said, we are, this podcast is not going to be all gloom and gas, right? It's going to be funny. We're going to have guests. It's going to be, um, it, 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 it's going to be everything I want it to be. I, th- I think, I think, uh, I do have a certain knack for certain things, but I, I think this is, I think this is one of my, I think I was given the ability to talk to people for a reason. So I'd like, I'd like to exercise that and we'll see what happens. Uh, if you guys, if anyone gets this podcast, Uh, pre-edit, please hit me back up and let me know what you think.